Hello, welcome back to the Life Runners podcast. Hope you all are doing well. Today we're going to dive into the December auctions that are going to be taking place. Uh, it's the beginning of December, so all the major auction houses have auctions that are going on. Some of them have online auctions, some of them have in-person auctions, um, but these auctions are taking place in New York City um, for the most part. <laughs> so... Um, if you are in the area, I encourage you to go and participate uh, or at least go and watch these auctions. What I thought I would do today is give you um, an overview of the of the auctions that are taking place and give you three lots that I think are very, very interesting for each of the each of the auctions. I'll be looking at the Phillips auction, Christie's, Sotheby's and Antiquorum and going over three lots for each of them that I think are really interesting and definitely caught my eye uh, for them. As always, there will be links in the show notes to the watches that I discuss in this video, or excuse me, in this video. You see, I th- I always think I'm making videos for some reason because YouTube is obviously our, our major platform, but um, I will put links in the show notes for all of the watches that I discuss in this podcast um, so you can take a look at them, read about each of the watches, and also uh, uh, see some of the pictures while I sort of... Um, uh, kind of talk through each of them. Uh, so I'll start off with um, with Antiquorum. I think that would be a nice way a place to start. So Antiquorum has an online auction that is taking place right now. Um, the uh, auction is called Only Online Auction and features a, a whole slew, like a ton of different um, uh, different watch, uh, different watches and things related to the watch industry, which I think is something that's quite cool about Antiquorum. They don't just sell watches in their auctions. They also sell pocket watches and um, watch-related uh, objects. Uh, so this is taking place on, uh, I believe it ends on uh, December 8th, 2022, which is going to be, if you're listening to the this, the week of the 5th of December, that's going to be on Thursday when this when this auction ends. Um so I mentioned that the the uh, auction house and its quorum does more than just watches. And so I wanted to talk about lot number 483, which is actually a bag. This is a Patek Philippe leather and canvas travel bag um, that was made around the 2000s. And has, it's, it's what I said, it's a leather and canvas uh, sort of travel bag that has a handle handles on it and also has a um, place where you can put sort of a, uh, a strap to go over your shoulder. Um, this, uh, this, uh, bag is the, according to uh, the website, Anticorn's website is the property of a Dutch collector and looks to be in very good condition. I think Anticorn rated it as AA, which is considered very good. It's a little, it's a cool little, um, object that you could pick up. Uh, the estimates are between 250 and, uh, 450 Swiss francs, which is a nice little way of uh, participating in an auction and getting kind of a cool object related to Patek Philippe. The next lot, lot I wanted to, to discuss is a really amazing uh, Vacheron Constantin uh, triple calendar um, triple calendar uh, watch uh, that is um, that is lot number uh, 389. Now, they do call out the fact that this watch has an unsigned case, but the watch is in yellow gold, has a triple ca- calendar complication, so you have the day of the week, the month, and then a pointer for the uh, day of the um, 
for the, the date of the month around the outside of the dial, you have really cool applied um, numerals with Vachon Constant signature at 12 o'clock. This is a dial configuration that I haven't really seen before. Um, I've seen a couple of these that have been produced. Jaeger Lecoultre produced some of these watches that are very similar. It's estimated to go between 2,000 and 4,000 Swiss francs. The reason why I think it's going for a little bit less than what these watches typically go for is I think there might be some questions about the case of this watch, whether or not it's actually original to Vacheron Constantin. I think the dial is also quite interesting. Interesting. Uh, there is a little bit of wear on the uh, on the dates of the month around the outside of the watch. Um, the watch is being offered without a reserve, so um, it is a cool opportunity to get a pretty cool watch, uh, for sure. The last lot I wanted to talk about was lot number 14. This is a really amazing uh, Orma Pige uh, 18-karat yellow gold sort of disco volante-shaped uh, cased watch with a really incredible sort of creamy gold uh, spider uh, web um, dial on it. Um, these watches, I think, are fit really nicely for something that's 31 millimeters in diameter. Uh, obviously, you're not going to have the lugs on this watch, but uh, are from this watch is from the 1960s. I think it's a really, uh, really nice looking looking piece. I had a 2594 from from Patek Philippe that had a very similar case shape. I think these are uh, underappreciated and uh, a really cool uh, variant. The reference is the 4433 18 karat yellow gold case um the rating on this watch is aa very good um the case is considered very good with slight some slight scratches uh, they rate the movement as two star which is, is considered very good they recommend an over uh, overhaul and the dial they uh, call out is in good condition with original hands patinaed hands and spotted dial which really gets at the spider web uh, dial which i think is really attractive in this piece so a variety of watches that uh, Antiquorum sort of offers. I do think you can find something that's fairly unique with a lot of these, a lot of these pieces. Moving on to Sotheby's. Sotheby's will be having their New York uh, important watches auction on December the 9th. Obviously, you can participate online if you'd like, but I do encourage you to go in person. They have a nice variety of modern and vintage watches. I wanted to start off with something a little bit more on the modern side, which is a they had a, a set of uh, uh, really beautiful Breguet uh, La Tradition uh, Tradition watches. Uh, the, one of the watches that I, I'm going to call out is the reference 7047, which is a nice yellow gold, semi-skeletonized tourbillon wristwatch with a chain and fusée, silicon balance wheel, and power reserve indicator from 2009. I really love the deconstruction of this watch where you don't have a dial hiding the movement. The uh, La Tradition is is uh, known for kind of doing this, and I think it's a nice uh, superlative model that really shows what Brigitte is uh, capable of doing. Uh, I believe this watch is estimated to go between fifteen and 80000 US dollars. Um, a nice little modern piece for you to pick up. I'll move on to lot one, 120. This is a very simplistic uh, reference uh, on its face. Reference 565 Calatrava from Patek Philippe. But if you look a little bit closer, you have a pink gold 
uh, a pink gold case on this watch with a pink gold dial. If you look just a little bit closer, you'll actually see the Frechero signature on the dial just above the sub-seconds hands. This is a really, really beautiful Calatrava retailed by Frechero, which is double-signed watches are obviously extremely uh, desirable. The 565 is a very unique, uh, I should say, very... Um, very uh, desired Calatrava model. There's some really beautiful examples. There's a 565 with Brigham numbers, which I really, really love. But this one is very simplistic, applied hour markers, hours and minutes hands in the center with a, a sub-seconds dial, uh, incredibly finished, uh, and obviously comes from Montevideo, Uruguay, from the legendary retailer of Fichero, which is a retailer that's quite difficult to get your hands on uh, Fichero signed watches. So I'm sure that this is probably going to go for more than the forty to 80000 Swiss franc estimate on this piece. I will say, if you look at the, at the watch straight on, it looks like there might have been some polishing on this piece, but uh, I think you have to see it in person to, to really uh, to, to deduce that. The last piece I wanted to discuss was, I believe, the last lot of the entire auction, which is lot number 128. It is the infamous Rolex reference 8171 Paralone in yellow gold with a triple calendar moon phase complication from 1952. Uh, the reason why I picked this piece was the patina on the dial of, or on the case of this watch is absolutely incredible. It makes this watch so, so unique. Obviously, the Paralone is extremely desirable by collectors. Um, and I'm positive that someone's going to be looking at this. Scholars believe that no more th 350 examples of the 8171 were made in yellow gold. The uh, auction also has a stainless steel version, which is lot number 46, but I really love the patina on this case, um, and the dial is in really great condition. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's just a really beautiful, uh, beautiful example of this reference, and definitely one to... Uh, to keep your eyes on. It's estimated it's going to be in 100 and 200,000 Swiss francs. We'll have to see what uh, our enthusiasts uh, do with this lot. Moving on, Christie's. Uh, they have their important watches auction that's going to be taking place on December the 8th. Um, obviously, you can bid online. They have a nice, um, a nice variety of modern and vintage watches. First couple of watches are some really unique uh, dial colors. Uh, they have a Kermit, a Hulk, and a Smurf, of which are lot 1, 2, and 3, followed by a Rolex 116520 Daytona and stainless steel with a white dial. I mean, what a way to start the auction. Uh, Christie's has a couple of really interesting examples. One of the watches that really caught my eye was this incredibly, incredibly beautiful Cloisonne enamel dial uh, Patek Flip. Um, 18 karat rose gold. It's the reference... Uh, it is the reference. Give me a second. I just want to make sure I don't uh, say this incorrectly here. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Yeah, so it's from 1950. Uh, 33 millimeters in diameter, 18 karat rose gold case with a case number 370 with a cloisonné enamel dial. Um, I think it's probably one of the highlights of this auction, especially because of how incredibly uh desirable these cloisonne enamel dials are the construction of these the way that these are constructed is extremely difficult um 
I encourage you to go to the uh, webs- the the link that I put in the show notes so you can see this because I actually have a really nice uh, description of how these are actually made. Uh, this watch has a really beautiful um, uh, sailboat um, on it and uh, has a really nice kind of uh, combination of this green and blue um, dial colors, which I think is um, very, very beautiful. Estimated to go between 200 and 400,000 Swiss francs. I think this lot is going to get a lot of uh, a lot of attraction. Um, I also wanted to discuss there was a cup there were a couple of vintage Tudor Submariners that I thought were extremely beautiful. I picked one that really spoke to me, which was the Tudor reference 7928 Submariner with an incredibly beautiful tropical brown dial. Um, Tudor Submariners are obviously uh very very popular with um with a uh history of being uh used by many military organizations uh during their during their time um it was uh that the reference 7928 was actually a new addition to the submariners that were were being produced and was in response to the French Navy, who was constantly knocking the unprotected big crown of the predecessor in underwater environments, compromising the water seal of the watch. And so they released this this piece with these crown guards that would uh, kind of safeguard uh, that uh, from happening. For me, what really speaks to me about this watch is that the, the sort of tropical brown dial that this thing has. Incredibly beautiful. A little bit of spotting towards the... Uh, kind of like bottom left-hand corner, but uh, in- incredible condition, really beautiful loom plots. Uh, I definitely have my eye on this, let's just say that. Last watch I wanted to talk about was a um, a very, very special watch. It is a Patek Philippe 5270P, a very fine and rare platinum perpetual calendar um, with a green dial. Now, uh, I'll sort of uh, walk through the, the lot essay a little bit here. Um, in Basel World 2011, they first introduced the 5270, which really marked uh, the new, a new iteration of the uh, potentially perpetual calendar chronographs uh, that began with the 1518 and 1941. Uh, this lot is part of the latest 2022 releases from the Perpetual Calendar Chronograph family. In addition to the bold and beautiful green dial, Patek Philippe has utilized a new pointed Dauphine-style handset uh, and makes this watch a little bit more sporty, uh, which is uh, quite cool. This being platinum and with a incredible green dial, I certainly think that this uh, hits everything when it comes to rarity and quality. So estimates 200 and 400,000 Swiss francs. We'll see what it ends up going for. We will finish off this podcast with Philips, which has their New York Watch Auction 7 that is taking place on the 10th and 11th of December. Um, as always, uh, Philips has curated a really incredible uh, incredible grouping of watches here. I will say I picked three Patek Philippe's, but there are some really beautiful lots that are non-Patek Philippe that they have ready for this auction. I'll start with lot, uh, lot 53. This is a Patek Philippe 1463 Um 
1463 that is obviously uh nicknamed the Tastitondi uh, extremely uh uh um desirable by collectors this is a look closer piece here uh if you look at just below uh just above the six o'clock um applied hour marker you will see tiffany and co signed this is a tiffany and co signed 1463 don't they don't come up very often uh the watch is in in pretty pretty good condition um movement it looks like it's in also very nice condition i mean it if you wanted a, a Patek Philippe chronograph, I think this is one that you definitely have to have your eye on if you're if you're attending this auction. Estimates are one hundred twenty to two hundred forty thousand U.S. dollars. I picked something a little bit on the opposite end of the spectrum. I picked the fourteen ninety three, which is lot number fifty seven. It is a fresh to market, extremely scarce and well preserved platinum rectangular watch with diamond set dial and faceted crystal. This watch is from nineteen fifty. Uh, and is the reference to 1593. Uh, the unique feature about this watch is it has sort of like an hourglass. It's nicknamed the hourglass, uh, but it has an hourglass-shaped case. These watches, um, to our knowledge, one of only four known examples are made uh, across all metal types. Um, and being fresh to market makes it even more exceptional. Uh it's believed that only a few were manufactured in the latter part of the reference uh, 1593's uh, production run, and this is the first platinum example to appear publicly. One in, in pink gold and two in yellow gold are also known. However, research has shown that the last yellow gold example without Petit Secondes sold at auction in 2004, and so the appearance of a platinum and diamond example is truly an exceptional occurrence. I think this is a really, uh, really unique and uh, just very special watch uh, for, for tw estimated between 20 and 40,000 uh, US dollars, which I think is quite reasonable uh, in the in the grand, you know, in relative sense of, of auction uh, watches and or auction uh, estimates and, and, and these types of watches. It is a time only hours and minutes. Um, uh, but of course, one of four that, that are known. So you're getting rarity there for sure. The last lot I want to talk about was lot number 128. This is a Patek Philippe 1415. I posted this on my Insta on our Instagram because I thought it, the condition of this piece was absolutely insane. Um, this is one of the most historic and significant examples of this reference to come to market. Um, they were made... Uh, this is considered the second ever 1415 ever made and was completed in 1939. Um, what makes this watch even more special is, is it was property of Robert Stack, who was a well-known American actor uh, and is a uh, world-time uh, with teardrop lugs and an inscription on the back with uh, Robert Stack's name. Now, I'm sure that a lot of you who are listening to this podcast are probably looking at the fact that this watch is 31 millimeters in diameter and thinking, I can't believe this is going to go for a between 100 and 200,000 US dollars or even more or even or maybe less. Uh, I think case size sometimes isn't it shouldn't be considered when you're thinking about something so historic like this. Um, and uh, 
yeah, I'll just leave it at that. I hope you enjoyed uh, hearing about my favorite lots from the upcoming auctions that are taking place this December. Let me know which one of these lots you enjoyed. I also encourage you to look at all the catalogs for each of these auction houses because they really have curated some beautiful watches for this auction season as we go into the holidays. Um, so uh, congrats, Phillips, Christie's, Sotheby's, Antiquorum, and all the auction houses who have uh, holiday season uh, auctions that are taking place. I know that you all will have a great um, a great season coming up. If you are new to Life from the Rest podcast, be sure to follow us. So you're the first one notified when we do upload a podcast. We upload week a podcast each week, um, every Tuesday. So uh, stay tuned for that. Can't believe we're going into a new year with this podcast, and we're going to be starting up season four, which is pretty significant, uh, a significant milestone. If you haven't checked out our website, our YouTube channel, or our social media platforms, be sure to head over to the show notes. We will have links to all of that in uh, in the show notes. If you are feeling generous and wouldn't mind rating this podcast, really does help me out. With that said, guys, happy auction season, and I'll see you in the next podcast.